has reached epidemic proportions in America. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. This is Aches and Gains. Dr. Paul Christo is one of America's leading experts on relieving pain. He's board-certified, Harvard-trained, and a pain medicine specialist at Johns Hopkins. U.S. News & World Report ranks him as a top doctor and among the top 1% in the nation for pain management. Becker's Review selected him as one of the 70 best pain management physicians in America. He's listed as a super doctor for the Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia area. Aches and Gains is a weekly talk show covering all aspects of pain and pain relief. The human impact is real. Older adults, children, and even infants struggle to cope with pain. But there's hope, and there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. The show offers compelling stories about people who've found relief. We share cutting-edge treatments from contributing experts, and we offer ways to help people cope with their pain. Welcome to the show. Suzanne Summers is best known for her role as Chrissy Snow on the 1970s sitcom Three's Company. In addition to acting, she's a health spokesperson, businesswoman, and singer. Suzanne has also written best-selling self-help books on cancer, diet, and wellness. In April of 2000, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She had surgery and then radiation therapy. We'll find out how she got through the treatments and the pain on today's show. Suzanne also uses homeopathic patches as a health aid and to help ease pain. These patches transmit wavelengths of light using organic crystals. Interestingly, there's an emerging branch of science called photobiomodulation. It uses light energy as a therapy for healing wounds, as well as tissues that have been injured by chemotherapy and radiation. Phototherapy may also be beneficial for treating painful conditions like osteoarthritis and musculoskeletal pain. In fact, NASA has done some research on using light energy for medical applications and specifically wound healing. David Schmidt, CEO of LifeWave, joins us as well. His company manufactures these phototherapy patches. David will describe how these patches use light energy to reduce pain and the exciting future of phototherapy for enhancing our health. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, Teva Pharmaceuticals, The Pain Community, and Boston Scientific. For live online listening to Aches and Gains, please go to paulchristomd.com. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. Suzanne Summers grew up in San Bruno, California, not that far from my hometown in the San Francisco Bay Area. Suzanne, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you. Before we begin, I want to congratulate you on your performance in Dancing with the Stars in 2015. (laughs) Two previous guests of mine, Tommy Chong and Jennifer Gray, both competed successfully on that show. Yeah, you should get a medal just for competing. Was it tough? (laughs) From my ego, it was. I'm uh, embarrassed to admit what I learned about myself doing that show. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy when I can't be the best of anybody when I'm doing it. What I was really pleased with is that at 68, that my body um, was able to keep up with anybody doing anything. It didn't wear out. It didn't. I had the cardio, stamina, and I thought, if nothing else, this is great for my message, which is there is a new way to age, mm-hmm. and um, the number doesn't have to uh, define or confine you. I like that very much. Now, you certainly achieved a lot since the days of Three's Company. Are you involved with any new projects that you can share with us? 
I've never stopped working, and I will never stop working. And my husband and I are a partnership. Uh-huh. My books stimulate branding, which stimulates uh, product development and sales. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of your books, I know that you have an interest in medical subjects and have written books on diet, hormones, wellness, and cancer. I read that your mom was a medical secretary and wondered whether she played a role in developing your interest in health. Oh, that's a nice thought. I don't think so. She didn't talk about it much at home, other than some of the words were very hard and that the doctor spoke so fast. (laughs) No, really, I got into uh, all of this organically. I've written 26 books. The first one, I wanted to explore being a child of an alcoholic. I wrote a a book about that, and then I followed up. That was a huge bestseller and became a movie, and then I wrote about um, abuse. And then I gained weight, and I wrote 9 or 10 books on how to lose weight, eating fat, protein and vegetables. So I was one of the first ones to eschew the whole idea of carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. My summer size books were about eliminating sugar and carbs. You know, with the success of Dr. David Perlmutter and a number of other notable doctors and scientists, they're all coming to the conclusion is eliminate grain, eliminate sugar. Well, indeed, I think high sugar diets lead to obesity, and we know that obesity can lead to back pain as well as joint pain. Yep. And high sugar diets lead to diabetes, yep. and 50% of those who develop diabetes actually develop neuropathic pain. That's the stinging, burning, stabbing sensations that patients often feel in their feet along with numbness. Now, Suzanne, you were diagnosed with breast cancer in 2000. How was it diagnosed? This went for my yearly mammogram. was opening in Vegas in two days. I was had my mammogram. Everything was okay. I'm getting dressed, and the doctor knocks on the door and says, well, I see something hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I just got a new ultrasound machine. I paid a half million bucks for it. Why don't you come back? And I was almost dressed, and I thought, I've got so much to do to get ready to open in two days. And it was the ultrasound machine that found it burrowed way back against the chest wall. Mm, And I bet that was a life-changing event. Really, I now look at that diagnosis as one of my greatest adult gifts. It is the reason that I went in the direction I did writing all the books. It is the reason I changed my life and my diet. I took responsibility. It took me a couple of days to come around to this. You have cancer. When you hear those words, it's like, what? Me? I was young. I was 50 years old. Mm -hmm. It just changed me as a person, changed my approach to health. And this career that came out of it, which was so unexpected. (laughs) Well, I mean, it sounds like it completely transformed you in a positive direction. I read that you had stage 2 cancer, which means it's either a larger cancer contained in the breast, or it's a smaller cancer that has spread to the lymph nodes. Which one was it for you? It was a large tumor. It's amazing that it was in there. I never was aware of it. It was stage 2, but it was... 2.4 centimeters, which is a good-sized tumor. Mm -hmm. And they removed a lot of surrounding tissue, but they left the nipple and skin, and I tell you that for a reason. And then there was the, do you want implants or do you want a tram flat? And the whole idea of it just was like, no, I really don't. Something else better will come along. Mm -hmm. I had heard about a doctor uh, at the University of Tokyo, Dr. Kotaro Yoshimura, 
and he had successfully regrown the breasts of over 400 Japanese women using their own fat and stem cells. Wow. So was that something that you were considering? There's been a lot of fat transfer in this country, but the chances of necrosis is really high. And then now you're dealing with a whole other mess. With the stem cells, the fat was taking, and -hmm. the blood vessels were growing. And so I eventually was able to bring Dr. Yoshimura over here. We opened a clinical trial and brought in Dr. Joel Aronowitz. And when I got the permission, I went Mm -hmm. the next day, because I know the FDA changes their minds quickly, and we did it. They took fat from my stomach, boo-hoo, <laughs> <laughs> and they spun out the stem cells, discarded the weak ones, kept the strong ones, and in half of that fat, this loaded with these strong stem cells, and for lack of a better description, took a turkey baster <laughs> and into the side of the breast, pumped this fat into my breast until it was the size of the other one. Mm-hmm. Our DNA has an intelligence, so it didn't grow any bigger. And for a year, I felt that what I can only describe as electrical zippers in that breast, Uh and that was the blood vessels growing. And now that process is complete. Uh, I didn't know I missed it so much, but uh, it's so nice to be whole again, and it's mean, it's real, it has feeling, and it's not all scarred up, and I just think it was a phenomenal uh, advancement in um, breast cancer. Mm -hmm. I'm glad it was so successful for you. And by the way, stem cells are being used more and more to treat painful conditions like osteoarthritis, cartilage defects, tendon and ligament injuries, and maybe even nerve damage. In fact, go to the website, paulchristomd.com, and check out the show we did on stem cell rejuvenation for pain. Suzanne, if breast cancer becomes inflammatory, it can be really painful and lead to skin breakdown. Did that happen to you? No, but I do recall prior for a couple of years that my breasts were hot, sore to the touch mm-hmm. most of the time. You know, hot, sore to the touch breasts is the body going, could you just look into this? Something's not quite right here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what where I was in my head and my thinking at that time, but I would never do that today. Well, today it seems like you're much more in tune with your body. What's the risk of developing chronic pain from breast cancer? We'll find out after the break. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Teva, the leading global pharmaceutical company committed to increasing access to high-quality health care by developing, producing, and marketing affordable generic medicines, as well as innovative and specialty pharmaceuticals. If you have any questions or comments for Dr. Christo, please email him at achesandgains at gmail.com. That's achesandgains at gmail.com. Welcome back. We're here with Suzanne Summers, best known for her role as Chrissy Snow on the 1970s sitcom Three's Company. We're talking about Suzanne's experience with breast cancer. And in fact, the risk of developing chronic pain from breast cancer, that is a lumpectomy or a mastectomy, is 20 to 30%, which is pretty high. The estimated risk of developing disabling pain is about 5 to 10%, and those numbers are significant as well. Suzanne, did you have pain following the lumpectomy? I did not experience the pain that I know that you're talking about. So many women develop that, um, something called lymphedema. But because I didn't, mine had not metastasized to the lymph nodes, I'm very lucky on that. So I didn't have any pain uh, afterwards. Just emotional because it's pretty shocking the first time they take the bandages off. So Mm -hmm. it was like, whoa. I got over everything real fast. 
had gratitude for finding it in time and that I lived and then that I decided to change my life was a big factor for me. Absolutely. Now, it sounds like you had radiation therapy, and I've seen patients with severe pain after radiation therapy, like a bad sunburn, and it can also cause a lot of skin breakdown. What happened to you? My chest turned into something I didn't recognize. Mm -hmm. It turned black, and then the skin bubbled up like blisters all over it, and I do recall that being excruciating. And what it does is pretty much damages the texture of your chest skin forever. So do I like that? No. But there's no surgery or anything you could do. No, there isn't. I mean, I've had patients use opioids to help reduce that pain of radiation, as well as use salves to help keep the skin moist. Suzanne, what else did you experience related to radiation? Radiation made me sick. You know, fetal position, vomiting. I I had uh, almost like a chemotherapy experience with radiation. And I remember that being very brutal. Well, it sounds like it. And, you know, pain associated with radiation, or just in general, I mean, chronic pain interferes with life, just daily activities like cooking, driving, or even tying your shoe. Did that happen for you? Well, pain takes away um, the glow of daily living. You uh, don't feel like cooking a great meal. Right. You don't feel like working in your garden. All of your energy is being focused on living with the discomfort, and so you're out of energy. Mm-hmm. Quality of life is about the energy that you have. We shouldn't be asked, how old are you? We should be asking, how young is your energy? <laughs> uh-huh. One day, an incredible thing happened. I was lying in bed, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this giant whale leap out of the ocean. Hmm. And in my line of sight, I saw this whale leap three times, and I took it as a metaphor. Life goes on. Look to the future. Energy, life, vitality. Mm-hmm. And it took me out of my funk, and I thought, I'll get through this, and, this, and I'll be when I'm on the other side of it. And now I use my cancer as an opportunity to teach others. You know, we all have to, to learn our lessons in life the hard way. There's just... <laughs> It doesn't happen easy for any of us. No, it often doesn't, but I'm glad you worked your way through it. Suzanne, thanks so much for joining us on part one of the show today. Thank you. And there's much, much more with Suzanne Summers on part two. So please join us. Coming up next is David Schmidt, CEO and founder of LifeWave. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by The Pain Community a web-based nonprofit created by people living with pain. Check out paincommunity.org for information, references, advocacy tools, and a premium section to securely interact with other members in forums and chat rooms. Boston Scientific, a leader in microelectric implantable technologies used to treat chronic neuropathic pain. Medtronic, a global leader in medical technology, alleviating pain, restoring health, and extending life for millions of people around the world. Visit TameThePain.com to learn about treatment options for chronic pain. David Schmidt is the CEO and founder of LifeWave. He's also the inventor of the phototherapy patches that we'll be talking about today. David, welcome to Aches and Gains. Oh, thank you. Great to be here. Let's first talk about this branch of science called photobiomodulation. What is it? Well, photobiomodulation is the principle by which we can stimulate 
very specific biochemical reactions in the body with light. Mm -hmm. And actually, everyone is familiar with this principle in our daily lives. Sunlight causes our body to make vitamin D. Sunlight will give us a tan, which is the creation of the antioxidant melanin. Right. So we're very familiar with this, but what most people haven't looked at is how we can use different wavelengths of light to stimulate different reactions in the body for relieving pain and improving health. It's really an emerging uh, branch of science that uses low-energy laser or light-emitting diodes, known as LEDs, uh, that produce biochemical effects both in humans and animals. In fact, the FDA classifies LEDs as a, as a non-significant health risk, and LEDs are used in things like traffic lights, headlights, and flashlights. Yes, that's right. Uh, Dr. Harry Whelan from uh, U.S. Navy was one of the first pioneers to really explore the use of low-level uh, laser therapy, or LLLT, for photobiomodulation effects, mm -hmm. and in using that for uh, wound healing and tissue repair. And, of course, infrared low-level light therapy has been used for many years for pain relief. So it is an emerging science as far as zeroing in on specific wavelengths of light and specific waveforms and how these effects can really be optimized. Yeah. You know, I saw a NASA study that showed some preliminary data that Navy SEALs with musculoskeletal training injuries that ranged from one month to one year reported improvements in pain, uh, range of motion, as well as muscle girth following LED therapy. Yeah. And, you know, what's so exciting about this is the exact mechanism of how this is all occurring, because it means that we can really do two things with light that were not really uh, thought of before. Of course, we think of pharmaceuticals as being the principal way mm -hmm. of relieving pain. But now what we find out is that we can use light to elevate mitochondrial energy. And of course, energy drives every uh, cellular mechanism in the body. And we can also use light to have the body produce its own anti-inflammatories. And that's what we found with our research is that very, very low levels of light stimulating nerve clusters on the skin or even acupuncture points can uh, elevate antioxidant production in the body, elevate anti-inflammatories, uh, produce some very favorable bioelectrical changes in the body, and this all leads to extremely rapid pain relief. Yeah, you know, I've seen some theories on how phototherapy reduces pain, and there are several. One is that it may release endogenous opioids, which are molecules like the endorphins. It can improve or may improve the microcirculation and have anti-inflammatory effects that you mentioned. Lab studies have shown that phototherapy can decrease inflammatory molecules like prostaglandins or others like cytokines. And the example there would be something called tumor necrosis factor or interleukin-1, for instance. So in general, light therapy may help to slow down the amplification of the inflammatory process and reduce pain perception. And David, you mentioned earlier that phototherapy can increase the action of the mitochondria inside the cells. And it, in fact, uh, light-emitting diodes or LEDs stimulate the basic energy process in that mitochondria of every cell, especially when near-infrared light is used that activates components of that system. 
How does stimulating the mitochondria reduce pain? Well, that's interesting. There's a phenomena that's known as electronic antioxidants, and there's also sharing of electrons. And so what happens is when we uh, increase the pool or the amount of energy that's available within the cell, then uh, we can increase production of intracellular antioxidants. Mm -hmm. So what we've seen in our research, if we look at uh, some of the principal antioxidants like glutathione, catalase, SOD, we can see that by using uh, specific wavelengths of light, either in the infrared band or also 630 nanometers, which is a, a reddish-orange light, mm-hmm. uh, also works very, very well. Uh, what this will do is it increases ATP production, and as a consequence, you see uh, increases in these three principal antioxidants, catalase, uh, glutathione, and SOD. And these antioxidants, in turn, uh, produce anti-inflammatory effects. And uh, we see, as a result, when the antioxidant system goes up, inflammation goes down. Okay. Now, speaking of phototherapy, you've developed patches that, when placed on the skin, transmit certain wavelengths of light using organic crystals. Tell us more about how that works. What I did was I invented a way that you could have a LED device or a phototherapy device that would be powered by your body heat. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, I came up with a way of manufacturing crystals, which are at the nanoscale, embedding them into a patch. And these patches will reflect very specific wavelengths of light that stimulate the surface of the skin. Okay. Someone has an area of pain, let's say an arthritic knee, they'll take our patches, apply them around the area of the pain, the body heat will activate the crystals inside the patch, then the patch reflects the light, stimulates the skin, and starts to reduce the inflammation, and it works immediately. Wow. The crystals absorb body heat and then emit infrared and visible light back into the body. Yes, that's correct. One way to think about this is it acts like an optical filter and a mirror in reflecting uh, desirable wavelengths of light back to the body. How deeply is the light actually absorbed into the body? I mean, does it go beneath the surface tissues, for example? It really depends on um, the wavelength because we know infrared is going to penetrate a little bit deeper than will uh, light in the visible spectra. But the beauty of this is that they really only need to stimulate the surface of the skin Mm -hmm. and stimulate the nerves on the surface of the skin. So we do a a number of different tests where we can measure the immediate effects that the patches are going to have on the nerves. Okay. Now, interestingly, some acupuncturists have used these patches to activate specific meridian points in the body. And these patches also tap the body's bioelectrical system that's made of proteins like collagen. And these proteins, in turn, use electrical impulses to move energy from one area of the body to another. David, if you place a patch on your chest, will it have an effect somewhere else in your body, like your knee? In conventional Western medicine, if we were going to stimulate some tissue, let's say up around the wrist or the upper arm, we might expect those effects to be localized. In Eastern medicine, when we stimulate acupuncture points, we know that they can have holistic effects. Mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, we had a um, biophysicist here. Uh, What he did was he would stimulate the toes with uh, different wavelengths of light Uh and then watch, uh, for example, there's an acupuncture point on the small toe that's associated with eyesight. He would stimulate that point and then notice that with a functional MRI, that the um, that there would be specific regions of the brain that would light up mm-hmm. and, and very, very quickly. Uh, 
So we know that when we can stimulate nerves and we can stimulate acupuncture points, that in fact that information can be carried to every portion of the body. If we stimulate the back of the neck at the C7 vertebrae with one of our patches, there are nerve endings that run right down into the knees. Uh, Very often, we will place uh, one of our products on the back of someone's neck and we'll notice that they'll get a reduction of pain and inflammation in their knees. Wow, that's surprising. And David, I want to thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Dr. Christo. Really appreciate it. Don't miss part two of the show when we hear much more from Suzanne Summers, look into patches for different health needs like sleep and appetite, learn about a specific phototherapy patch called Ice Wave, and then find out how to apply the patches. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and thanks for listening to Aches and Games. The views and opinions expressed in this radio program are solely the views of Dr. Paul Christo and do not necessarily express the views of this radio station and John's Hopkins University School of Medicine, nor an endorsement by any or all of them of any of its content. This show provides medical information, not advice. Please consult your personal physician before engaging in any course of treatment or use of any of the techniques or products discussed on this show. Discussion of particular uses of products on this show have not been approved by any of the manufacturers of such products. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Aches and Gains is produced by Tom Blair and Ty Ford. Elsa Langford is the technical consultant and engineer. Dr. Paul Christo is the executive producer. Thanks for listening. This is Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo.